0: Hello, I'm Nat and you are listening to Creative Rambles with Dizzy Tortoise. Today we have an amazing guest joining us, Lindsay Milgram is here and we're going to be talking about the importance of hobbies for a meaningful life and how this can play a role in avoiding burnout. Linza is a self-taught artist and occupational therapist. She recently left direct patient care and now works as a clinical consultant for a health tech company. Arts has been a meaningful hobby for Lindsay that she hopes to one day build into a business. She has experience designing surface patterns for a textile studio, custom dog portraits, custom stationery and anything that inspires her that day. If you would like to see um, any of her work, you can check out the show notes for links to social media profiles and her Instagram account is at Lindsay Milgram. So let's get started. Lindsay, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into art?
1: Great. Yes. Um, so I sort of have a uh, unoriginal start into art. Um, just doodling in pages during class. So, you know, sorry, sorry to the parents, you know, but it really wasn't until college that I really started kind of um, getting more into uh, creating like finished pieces and kind of going more um, into depth over, okay, maybe I do like art and maybe I can create something I never labeled myself as an artist when I was younger, even though I always kind of lended myself more to creative outlets. Um, and I just sort of uh, practiced on my own by um, sort of copying other pieces of art to kind of learn. Um, you know, obviously I wouldn't sell any of that, but I was just practicing. And then after college, Um, I opened up uh, a shop called Society Six. It's sort of this website um, that you can sell your art, but you don't have to print it yourself. So it's really good for beginners. who are just trying to, you know, figure kind of out what you're doing. And um, from there, um, somebody that I grew up with, who has her own textile design business, uh, offered me an internship. And That was really where I learned uh, the most about the arts is really through her and through that internship.
0: That's amazing. Um, Like you were saying about, you started out as well with like copying other art in order to like hone your skills. And I think that's a great way of doing things. Um, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, looking at other artists and seeing how I can incorporate their techniques into my work and, yeah, I think it's a it's a great way to start. Yeah, you so, definitely
1: have to, uh, I think, learn technique, right? And I think yeah. like a way to do that is sort of trying to mimic what other people are doing. And that's, you know, I never took an art class. So that was sort of, that was my art class, basically.
0: Yeah, you can learn so much from, from other artists' work. And then like the more you practice that, the more you develop your own style as well. Exactly. So how do you think art has helped you with burnout? And what have you done that has helped you recover from burnout?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. You know, like having a hobby is so important, I think, for all of us, especially like the past two years, I think people really, it's funny, I think hobbies sort of created this, you know, kind of had this, uh, second fame, you know, like we had all these uh, trends throughout the pandemic, you know, like the foam coffee trend, you know, people were, you know, going on the bandwagon for all these different things, you know, hobbies are just like a fun outlet to kind of be mindful and not think about like what's going on in your life and your stresses and worries. Um, So that was really what art was always to me, it was like, it helped me kind of have like, you know, whether it was a few minutes or hours of focus where I was just concentrating on, you know, what I was doing and having fun with it. And, um, you know, you're just kind of focusing on the process of it all, as opposed to like what it looks like at the end, which is just an added bonus when it looks nice when you're finished. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like, um, you know, with burnout and all of that. Um, you know, I actually kind of took a step back from my hobbies, like with burnout, with um, and specifically with healthcare burnout. Um, like in 2020 and 2021. Um, I really didn't have the headspace to create because I was like using just so much of my brain during the day and it was filled with so much, and it wasn't the healthiest thing to do, but I just it was really overwhelming to even like pick up something or think of what I wanted to paint um so I actually just kind of like made myself every once in a while you know what just have the materials in front of you and just play and something may happen and that would help Um, and I kind of like was reminded um you know how much enjoyment I get over creating something whether I had a plan in the beginning or not Um, So it really helped me kind of like reprioritize, you know, my priorities, I guess, you know, reminded me um, that sometimes you just have to, you have to take the initiative sometimes to take time to yourself for your like meaningful hobbies and uh, you don't need to just doom scroll online or things like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um for me I I need to have materials out to make it easy for myself because if there's not stuff there for me to use and it's easy for me to create sometimes you know if I am feeling burnt out I will find it difficult to get back to it.
1: Yeah it's uh, so true it just makes it's like one less step having <laughs> having your materials out when you like walk by and it's right there it's you know you can just uh get right back into it especially if you leave a piece like in the middle you know <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to finish it for whatever reason
0: so does you work a day job as well at the moment so how are you balancing working your day job with your creative work how does how's that going yeah
1: that's that's a good question because that was something that I really struggled with um the past couple years um I prior, I, you know, did my day job as an occupational therapist, which I was mainly doing like outpatient and home health. Um, and I would come home and, um, I would make a print and I would scan it in and send it to the textile design studio that I would do. And it was really, it was like easy to balance for a certain sense because work wasn't, a big source of stress for me at the time. And it was very manageable. And then over the past couple of years, um, I was feeling just really burnt out from work. And because of that, I don't think I was able to balance all of that. Um, And because of that, I sort of um, like reevaluated what I wanted out of my life. And I actually ended up leaving patient care in January. And since then, I feel like I've had like a second wind where I've really been able to create a lot more than I, than I was the past couple years. Um, and how I do that, I mean, I, I do it after hours. You know, I, I may come up with an idea like during a break or a lunch break, I work remotely. Um, but you know, it's nice like at night, you know, to be able to unwind and kind of set aside time for painting or, um, editing like on Photoshop or whatever. It's, it's fun for me right now. Maybe that is because it's not a full-time job for me, you know, it's, it's still very much, you know, a monetized hobby that I have, but, um, Mm -hmm. I set aside time outside of hours and, that's not something that um, burdens me at this time. And I think that's because, you know, I'm not overly stressed in my day job and it's still very enjoyable for me to do the activity. So I think that makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So how do you think finding a creative hobby has contributed to you creating a, a meaningful life?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think every person really needs something that, you know, gives them meaning or purpose. And I think hobbies are just sort of like this important leisure activity when I don't know how many listeners, you know, know what occupational therapy is, but, you know, with this degree, you kind of learn about how people are motivated to get better. You know, therapy is all about rehabilitation so you know you're seeing somebody because either something happened or you know when it's children you're trying to get them to like a more independent functional life sometimes you know there's an accident sometimes there's an illness whatever it is um you know people need like meaning and purpose in order to improve and to be happier and to you know have, uh, you know, meaning in life. Um, So I think for me, it's like really helped me um, feel productive. You know, it's really nice to kind of finish a piece and look at it and say, okay, I did that. And I spent my time today and it was for something, um, which is always kind of important to me, maybe as like a type A personality. But more than that, it's like giving me a lot of self-worth, you know, if I'm feeling bad at myself or whatever day, like for whatever reason, um, you know, I always have that, you know, I can create something that like looks really nice or that I'm proud of. And, you know, it, it uh, helps me, you know, manage like anxiety or emotions. And I think that's really, you know, what having a hobby is really about you know to help you feel good that's like at the most basic (laughs) principle so
0: yeah I can definitely relate to all of that because before I was doing this as a job and before this was my business um I definitely used art as a way to express myself and it was a form of therapy tumor, um and you know it it was a hobby that grew into something else and, you know, it's I think it, it was definitely really important to me at the time when I first started that it was just this creative outlet and I didn't have all the mm. pressure of, oh, it, it must earn money or it must do this. Um, and I think totally I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. And even now, I'm like, if I get into that thing of own oh, producing this because I want to monetize this piece. I kind of need to stop myself and take a step back and get back to that, you know, flow of just creative energy and creative flow for the sake of it, rather than this must earn me some money. Yes. Um, And I
1: feel like that always, like, if you focus too much on like, you know, is this going to sell well? Or like, how is it going to look on this product? You kind of like, lose. it it makes it more frustrating to create the piece and you kind of It's like a creative block. You kind of need to just focus on having fun with it, and like the rest will work out. You know, like the rest will come. Yeah.
0: So, do you have any suggestions for people finding like a hobby that's right for them? Like as you were saying, it's you know it's it's good to find a hobby to you know give you an outlet. Um, Mm And if people are stuck with, well, I, I don't know what I like, or I don't know what hobby to start. Have you got any advice for them? Oh,
1: that's a a great question. I feel like I used to do that all the time when I was seeing patients because a lot of the time you sort of have to like interview the person to be like, you know, like what makes you tick? What do you like? What don't you like? Like, what are your priorities? And then you create a plan based off of that. My number one, like advice that I always would give people is just try it because sometimes you just don't know what you like, unless you try it and it's okay to stop something like you don't have to finish things. So you're not putting this pressure on you for it to be amazing, for it to look great for you to finish a class to completion. Like you can quit things that don't fulfill you or don't suit you because at the end of the day. A hobby is just supposed to be something that, you know, fills up your time to give you some like fun and meaning. So, like my number one tip really would be just try something new. You know, just try it. Um, there's really no downside.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great tip because I think often we get caught up in oh we've got to see it through. We can't possibly quit. And yes. but it's not true. If it doesn't work, like yeah, find and something I
1: it's like Nike ads or, you know, all these things that you see like online, like, you know, don't be a quitter or, you know, quitting's for losers. But I mean, if something doesn't, you know, feel right or doesn't make you happy or bring you joy, which is the whole point of having a hobby, then yeah, like you, you can move on. You can always come back to something later. So yeah. it's like, you know, why not? So. Um, I think that works for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So what's your goal for your creative passions? Where do you see yourself taking the skills that you've learned?
1: Yeah, so I have had a goal for myself to open up an Etsy account this year. I'm like currently in process of building up like an inventory because I I just, that's what feels right to me is to just have more available so that when I open up the store, um, there's a bunch of different products, you know, that people could kind of sort through. So right now I'm still just basically managing through my Instagram, through, um, like email and DM requests over like custom artwork. Um, uh, but yeah, my Etsy site, I really want to get into things like greeting cards and prints and maybe other products. Um. I've started networking, you know, with other artists on there. Instagram is such a good tool for that. I've met so many people, including you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say I don't have a big lofty goal for myself. I'm, you know, i trying to keep it small and manageable. Um, so that's phase one for me, you know, right now.
0: I know you're looking at doing like the Etsy shopping. You've got some stuff coming in through Instagram as well. So it looks like you're going to be having like these multiple income streams um, mm-hmm. with your app. So in terms of avoiding burnout with that, how, how do you think you're going to go about managing that?
1: Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to having this is what I'm hoping with the, with the Etsy store is having something where it's like a print of like with the greeting cards. So right now I'm basically only doing like original artwork, doing like dog portrait commissions and other things like that, which I stationary I did like wedding suites. I love doing that and I don't wanna stray away from that, but I I'm looking forward to eventually having this more passive stream of income uh, where, you know, I created like this greeting card. And now, you know, all I would have to do is if someone bought 10, package it up nicely, send it to them. Like I already created it. It's nothing original. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having that option. Cause right now I don't, um, I don't have like a passive stream option. Um, everything right now is original, which again, I love doing that. So especially dog portraits, I It's just very fun for me to do, Um, but I'm looking forward to having another option um, like that. I think that'll help me feel, um, I don't want to say like avoid burnout, but um, I think that that's like a direction that a lot of artists go into for that reason. It's hard to maintain just only original work. It's just, it's a lot of work.
0: Yeah definitely um passive income is something that i'm working mm-hmm. on generating at the moment just to relieve some of the pressure and allow me to you know spend that time doing the creative things that i enjoy
1: exactly it'll like free up your time to like play around more i think you know if people are buying you know these prints or products or you know whatever that you may have created However long ago, you know, you you really have the time and then the money um, to experiment. So I think that's important.
0: So what's your number one tip to give to somebody who wants to pursue their creative passion?
1: Ooh, just just try it. Just do it. I think networking is big. I, I feel like the first phase for me was just um creating so you know just starting even if i didn't have inspiration just playing you know with the colors and the paints and things like that just whatever inspired me but i think networking was really the biggest help um when i and again like i did not go to art school so i never had that network of like other artists that um like i could rely on or just text a friend like hey like what Um, like what vendor did you use for this? Or, um, you know, what, what cardstock, you know, do you recommend to print on? Or, I mean, these are like such little, little details that I think a lot of consumers don't realize go into like artist shop. There's shipping, there's boxes to put the containers in. There's so much. So um, thank goodness for uh, my internship, you know, but also thank goodness for Instagram. I've met just so many like amazing women, like my age, I, for some reason, just most of the people I found on Instagram are other women and everybody is like so responsive to DMS. And, um, you know, I've made like online friends basically that way who know more than me and, you know, really were willing to kind of give me some words of wisdom and advice. And, um, I think no one's an island so don't feel like you have to do it alone you know there's other people willing
0: willing to help yeah definitely Instagram is I think it's amazing I've met so many people on there that are willing to you know share their journey and you know what they're doing and if you're unsure of something like they're just so welcoming it's it's not like oh I'm not sharing that with you Yeah. There's like no
1: gatekeeping, which I think is really great. I think it just kind of lends itself to maybe like the stereotype of artists, but, um, there's really not, um, any gatekeeping of like secrets or vendors or advice. Um, people are really willing to help each other and, um, connect and, um, you know, it's like a community that I like being a part of. I, I, you know, I, I uh, really feel connected to a lot of the people that I have met through this. So um,
0: it's been great. Yeah. So do you want to tell us about your upcoming projects and how we can see what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So Instagram is still my like main source. Um, So anything new um, I post on there Um, right now. (laughs) I've been working on a wedding stationary suite because my sister is getting married. So that's like a whole, you know, whole other thing. Um, but it's been really exciting. So that's really what my focus has been right now. And I also created five greeting cards that I'm still in process of printing and getting them to look like exactly how I want to look. And once, once they're ready, I'm going to create that Etsy account so um, those two projects are really um, the main things that I've been focusing on so um, Instagram is you know we i all post when when those items are ready.
0: Excellent I can't wait to see them um, it's been great talking to you Lindsay. Same here so nice to meet you. So thank you for joining us today and sharing your journey and your experiences. Don't forget, if you'd like to check out Lindsay's work, all links are in the show notes. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. Thank you for listening, everyone. You are absolutely amazing. Go do something creative and have a great day.